All right. Wowee. What a show. What a program. Oh, I mean, we've disappointed listeners. We got results back that didn't go in someone's favour. Also, we generalised that polo playing men are all beautiful and have long flowing hair. I mean, what? aren't they? And we all we made <laughs> jokes about women's rights landing on the moon. You won't hear this on any other show. No, I really, promise you not. You really won't. Also, you take a bit of a stab at the New Zealand Prime Minister. Yeah, Jaminda Ganern. I am <laughs> dead sick of her. Jumping she up. is, everyone loves her, but she's done one thing. She's attacked a child verbally. Okay. She's discriminated against children and a particular animal. And right. it's not okay. It's not a real animal, it's though. It's not okay regardless, okay? Sure. Well, you hear all that and more in the catch-up this morning. Nagurn is my least favourite New Zealand Prime Minister. Jacinda Arden. Yes, I'm sure she should Arden up, but that's not me to decide, <laughs> mate. But... Here we are. Now, what's new with you, mate? Yesterday, I went over to my boyfriend's place. Gregory. Staying with him for a bit. And I got there and he was asleep. It was about five o'clock. And I was like, oh, I'll let him, I'll let him have a nap. Oh, so he was asleep. He was already there. asleep. So I, I let myself in. Gave him a few slaps across the face. Didn't wake up. You know? I didn't want him to wake up. So I just lay down next to him. I was playing on my phone for a bit. Neck minute, wake up and it's 7.30. How does that happen? You I don't even remember tired. falling asleep. You must have been tired, bro. Unbelievable. He what, didn't even wake up. What, so you didn't start cooking until after seven? Yeah. What'd you make? I just make some lamb. I had a pre-made salad. Oh, that's all right. Just whipped it in the frying pan. Done in 10 minutes, bro. The other night. We uh, were in bed by eight again. Get it, girl. <laughs> uh, the other night, uh, I would say four out of five nights, my partner, Jess, her yep. name's also Jess, she cooks. Uh, I was tasked with Tuesday night's dinner. Oh, no. And What'd you make? Mate, what did I make? What a did, mess. What did I heat up? What? Veggie samosas, baby. Oh, nice. Had them in the freezer. And she was like, I'm not opposed to it. And I was like, well, this is, I was like, does this count as me cooking? And then she paused for three minutes and said, yes. Do you know what's real good? I just tried it last week. The frozen dumplings you get from the supermarket in the freezer up? No, no thanks. They go down a treat. If they're not from Chinatown, don't put it in my body. I got the post kitchen ones. (laughs) From the Poe from MasterChef runner season one. She has her own dumplings. Of course she does. And they're neat. Oh, that sounds offensive. Tim. It's not of course she does. Like, <laughs> of course she, she does. I would have said of course she does if she had an ice cream business because she was on MasterChef, which right. involves cooking food. Okay. So I have cleanly sure. escaped that racism scale if just I, now. If I said, oh, I'm, I make kebabs every night, you'd be like, yeah, of course she does. Well, that's because, big, that's because you're a wop. <laughs> I, I don't like saying that word ever. You're a, you're a you big, just got chills saying you're a big it. Dub, big W. Right. That's all right. But look. You'll hear in the show that tensions are running a bit thick because obviously, as you said just a little bit earlier, we're we're in test conditions at the moment. I feel like I'm back in high school, university, and I'm not liking it. Yeah. It wasn't my vibe. Not only uh, have we did we do the NAPLAN, but uh, Tim Talks is up for contention as well. Tim Talks potentially on the line. You'll hear it all now. That's what I call seamless okay. transitioning. Get to the... Get to the podcast. Let's get it going. Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Waking up. Central Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now. It goes like this. Good morning. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. As always, we are here thanks to Reef City Isuzu. They are very happy to be sponsoring the show. (laughs) They enjoy it. Do they? They do. You've talked to them? Yes. (laughs) We send. LinkedIn messages quite often. Right, okay. Because, you know, it's a business world. (laughs) 
And Reef City Isuzu is a business. Now, today is a very big day. Yeah, getting down to business. Well, no, before that, it's election media blackout. So right. if you've been frustrated hearing political ads on this radio station, they are no we've more. got through it, baby. Australia's not going to cop political ads Stop anymore. Stop it. Stop it. That's that's too close to a political ad. <laughs> this Saturday is the federal election. If you haven't already done a pre-vote or a postal vote, mm-hmm. just go and get, see. I hate that they do them on Saturday. That's my weekend, yeah. Mr. Morrison. Make it on a Thursday so we can all get out of work. Yeah, everyone finish at midday. Let's knock off. Go and vote. Have a sausage. <laughs> That's a real Australian election. But whatever you do, make sure you just vote. I don't care when you do it. If you want to wait until Saturday, just get it done. It's all part of the process. Also, yesterday you and I sat a NAPLAN test. We sat the 2018 NAPLAN test. Yeah, because NAPLAN is happening at the moment. We couldn't get our hands on the 2019 test. They wouldn't pass me as a year nine student. (laughs) They said, your beard's too thick, sir. Well, we were going to take grade three, and then we thought, let's challenge ourselves and go to grade year nine. And I wish we stayed with grade three. Wow. If you want to check out a sample question, head to our Facebook and our Instagram, at HitCQ. A lot of people not being able to get the answer. A lot of people rightly put pointing out that they have never used this theory <laughs> in their adult life. But, True. hey, NAPLAN, that's on you. We're doing the t- We've done the 2018 NAPLAN test. We're going to find out who did better because we have two listeners. That's right. Kyle and Tanisha. Beef jerky is on the line for them. Team Tim versus Team Jess. Who is going to win that bit, beef jerky? I'm a bit worried for Kyle. <laughs> um, and, actually, speaking of being worried for a group of people, I'm worried for New Zealand. Right. Jacinda Arsen. Arden. Whatever. <laughs> Jindy Badern. Is the Prime Minister of New Zealand. She's the best. Wish we could steal her. After I tell you what she's done, I'm not sure you're going to want that anymore, buddy. Really? She has Don't ruin, just spit in the face, figuratively, of an 11-year-old child. What? Yeah, figuratively, not physically. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. Obviously, the Australian election, uh, it's been... Forefront of everything at the moment. Oh, the yeah. the uh, federal election is this Saturday. Get ready for it. If it's you're like not when you get to the final week, week of The Bachelor and you're like, I just don't care anymore. Pick someone. Tell us, Osher. <laughs> if Osher Gunsberg can reveal the Prime oh. Minister, someone sign that on for Scomo, the next election. You did not receive a rose. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. I'll come back for Prime Minister in Paradise. <laughs> But there was a there was a recent survey or a poll on who uh, Australians would like to see as their preferred prime minister. Yeah. Coming out as number one is actually the New Zealand prime minister. Yes, Jacinda Ardern. Jacinda Ardern. Uh, Jacinda Ardern, and a lot. She's very popular. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the things she's been doing, and uh, they love her over there. She's a younger prime minister. She just she's a, I think she she's just getting, had a baby. Had a baby. She's just getting married. It's all very exciting. She's she a, proposed to her partner. Yeah. She's an icon. Absolutely. Actually, well, I've just, you've, what you've done is you've tricked me into being psyched up again because actually I have, and we should all have an issue with Jacinda Dedern. (laughs) Get her name right. So she's done many incredible things, as you were saying. Great for the country. Uh, She has a level head in government. That's why people want her over Mm. here in Australia. But maybe we should rethink this. What has she done, Tim? She has essentially spat in the face of an 11-year-old girl. Okay. Because what has happened is disgusting. She has denied an 11-year-old girl's plea for funding into vital and possibly world-saving dragon research. 
Dragon Research. Dragon Research. <laughs> she sent this 11-year-old girl named Victoria from yeah. New Zealand, sent the Prime Minister, Jabinda Daman, <laughs> a letter, even with $5 of her own pocket money in it. Wow. She invested. She invested. And uh, for the Kickstart campaign to research into dragons in the North and South Island of Well, New it Zealand. makes sense. They've got hobbits. Why wouldn't they have dragons? My point exactly. Do you want me to read the letter? Oh, she responded. Virginia Manern just has sent back to this 11-year-old girl. Right. Dear Victoria, thank you so much for getting in touch with the government. We were very interested to hear your suggestion about physics and dragons, but unfortunately we are not currently doing any work in either of those areas. I am therefore returning your bribe money and wish bribe you all money. the very best in your quest for telekinesis, telepathy, and dragons. Well, I think Thanks that's a again for response. writing. P.S. Keep an eye out for more dragons. You never know when they'll pop up. Do you know what's going to happen? This will spark something in Victoria. It's going to ignite the fire, and she will be the next Prime Minister of New Zealand. It all started one day when <laughs> Venetian and Ern told me that I couldn't study dragons. And I just think, do we really want someone like that running our country? <laughs> if they're not going to put money into dragons in New Zealand, we're not going to get it here. Yes. Yes, we still want Jacinda Ardern. Unbelievable. <laughs> There's no Yowie funding or Tasmanian Tiger funding. So I know how this 11-year-old feels. I also feel like they're spit in of my face. Of course you turn it around to Tazzy Tigers. Get out of here. Jacinda Ardern. <laughs> you get out of here. Give us some dragon money. Get up with Tim and Jess. The VIP shopping spree. You've been begging for it, Central Queensland. Give us the catch, Tim and Jess, and we've got it for you. Absolutely. Today, uh, sometime after midday, we're going to be giving away $1,000 for our first week of the shopping spree for our VIPs. Yeah, all you have to do is head to hit.com.au, become a hit VIP, and tell us yep. what you'd spend $1,000 counting Absolutely. And Samantha, she is one of our VIPs. Yeah, Samantha, how would you feel if we gave you $1,000 cash? Be very happy. <laughs> no, I, I have had a squeeze at your entry. Do you remember what you entered, what you would do with $1,000, Samantha? Yep. Can you please tell Jess, because Jess hasn't read it. It's come to my side. Um, it's called hashtag mum life. Yes. We oh. all need new underwear. Oh, my God. Yes, I just bought my mum a whole stack would for you, Mother's Day. Would you get, like, uh, like, a more quality or more quantity? Yeah. Uh, quality would quality. be the key. Samantha, <laughs> imagine having matching bras and undies. Like, oh, living the dream. I it's, it's the most R&B thing I've ever heard, guys. Uh, well, Samantha, look, we are going to give you the inside word that you're going to need to keep your phone on outdoors mode really loud because if you get a call one more time, then that $1,000 could be yours, We've okay? we put you a little step closer. We're going to be giving someone $1,000 before the end of this week. On Thursday, mate. So you need to be listening out, okay? On Thursday, no worries. i right. put in my diary. Just put your, throw the rest of your undies out now because <laughs> fingers crossed, eh? Fingers and toes. <laughs> Absolutely. Cross them all, babe. Every Thursday for the next few weeks. So today, next week, the week, <laughs> the week after, after that. that. I mean, just keep your phone ready all the time. Absolutely. Hit.com.au is how you can become a VIP and have a $1,000 shopping spree. Get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hit.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland. Thanks to Heron Island.
The Simpsons is one of my favourite TV shows of all time. Uh, it's loved by many. The most iconic cartoon in the history of television. And they often accidentally predict the future. Now, this is something that many people have pointed out <laughs> yeah. over many periods of time. One of the most famous predictions they made was they made a joke about Donald Trump becoming the president. In the future. Like, ten years before it was even a thing. Mm. And then there was, like, a very shot-for-shot, shot almost, of Donald Trump coming down an escalator after he'd won the presidency, and it was the same shot that was in The Simpsons. It's pretty intense. Right? Pretty creepy. Turns out two years ago... In an episode in 2017, The Simpsons did a Game of Thrones crossover. Right. And they almost predicted shot for shot a scene that happened on Monday's episode. Wow. It is. (laughs) Oh, no. There is a side-by-side of the cartoon, the Simpsons cartoon version, and the actual scene that happened in Game of Thrones. It's like they saw the episode two years earlier. Oh, Honestly, no. it is so dramatic. Maybe George R. R. Martin works on The Simpsons. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe Matt Groening is a synonym. I don't synonym know how they keep for George doing R. R. this. I think they would just go. They would do what is common sense or what is mm. like an unpredictable thing that also could be predictable. Well, see, when they spoke out about the Donald Trump prediction, yeah. <laughs> and they said we thought of the most ridiculous human being that could be made the president, and that's who they ended up with. None of them expected it to actually happen. Incredible. Um, but look, a lot of people unhappy with season eight of Game of Thrones. Oh, grow up. It's still good. A petition's going around to remake this final season. It's already got 10,000 signatures. Oh, so 10,000 uh, jobless people are upset. <laughs> That's a shame. You can check out the full story from both of these on our website at hit.com.au. Let's talk about something that's actually exciting, right? <laughs> How about pop-up polo in oh. Rockhampton? Love the pop-up polo. I got to help host last year. It's coming back to Rocky. You only got stampeded. Yeah, no, that was all right, though. <laughs> June 8th, back in Rocky. We're going to be joined by one of the ambassadors, Kimberly Busteed, and uh, we're going to chat all things pop-up polo in a few moments' time after this one. Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber, I don't care. Get up with Tim and Jess. And the pop-up polo is coming back to Rockhampton on June the 8th. And one of the ambassadors, Kimberly Busty, joins us on the phone right now. You must be excited for it to come back to Rocky, Kimberly. Yeah, I'm so excited. It was a sellout last year, so we've extended the amount of people that we can hold this year. So we're looking to um, sell out at 3,000, which is yeah, extraordinary. Wow. I mean, can you tell us a bit about what the day entails and what we can expect from the uh, Jaguar Land Rover pop-up polo this year? Well, with polo, you've got to think of royals, don't you? Yeah. I mean, just think of Prince Harry and Prince William <laughs> galloping along the field. It's all about um, just really getting outside and enjoying each other's company. It's a real social event, polo. Um, and there's a lot of skill with the players on the field as well. And I think what's so exciting about it is it's something that regional Queensland really hasn't seen before. Oh, no. And, um, and the desire is there, you know. It showed with the popular- popularity of it last year. And I mean, what's sexier than what's flinging themselves around on the field on the back of a pony. Right. Well, I was going to say, even if horses aren't your thing, no. the fashion is something to go for too, right? Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We've got fashion prizes in the competitions this year as well. Um, the famous stomping of the divots, I'm sure you both have seen Pretty Woman. where um, Oh, Julia yes. Gets on the field. So that's, that's a big thing that's going to be happening there as well. And then we've got the pony versus car race too, where um, 
We're going to see which horsepower wins. So there's plenty happening throughout the day. And then, of course, the after party is going to kick on. Yeah, it's, it's a big day. Being there last year, it is. if you've never seen it, my mind was blown. It is genuinely something <laughs> you don't see every single day, the polo. And these plays, they're very skilled. And it's not just like, oh, we've got a few guys here that roundabout know how to play. They've got lots of people there that are the best in this country at playing this sport. Yeah, absolutely. It's a skill. It's exactly, it's exactly right. And, and it's, there's so much to the game. You know, each player has got a couple of ponies and they actually sub them in and out during the game. Um, it's a really fast-paced game. And the great thing about this kind of event is that you can actually socialise with the players after. Ooh, you know, a, a lot yeah. of events you go and watch and, and the players kind of go away and it's done. But the thing with polo is that a lot of the players would be hanging out at the bar after so you can have a chat with them and really get involved in the sport both on and off the field. And the best thing is, ladies, if you are uh, having that stereotype of thinking all polo players have long flowing hair and are beautiful, unfortunately you are correct. That is, yeah. I don't know why, but a lot of the players, Grab they're the just girls. stunning, beautiful men. Grab some yes. champagne, go find your future husband. That's what exactly. the proper polo is about. Exactly right. Polo player finds a wife. Might be the next series Absolutely. that we're looking at here. Yeah, Kimberly, thank you so much for chatting to us. It is the Rockhampton Jaguar Land Rover pop-ups polo, June the eighth at Victoria Park. I'm sure you'll see Kimberly there, plus heaps of other people from around Rocky. You can get tickets online at eventtopia.com and just search for Rockhampton Jaguar Land Rover pop-up polo. But keep listening to Tim and Jess because uh, we may have some tickets up our sleeves Secret. to sling your way. We might be hitting them for golf to you. <laughs> Polo references. Is that? Yeah, I don't know. Not exactly. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Every day, groundbreaking Tim talks. Tim talks. Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim. He's one of the smartest in his class. Temper. Temper. Innovation. Masculinity. Produced all across central Queensland. I mean, we all have something to offer. This is beauty. I've never heard anything like it. Thank wow. you. Okay. Welcome to another Tim Talk, the third Tim Talk of this week, and they have been one of a kind. Tim, we've had a lot of complaints. Uh, we had a complaint. Oh, I've had other complaints Geraldine on our Facebook. Or, what was her name? Our, Geraldine. Uh, our Instagram. She lots wasn't of people a fan. saying that you're not addressing Tim Talks in the way that they should be addressed. Well, I've never seen a TED Talk, but this is how they go. No one is learning anything from your talks. And the whole point... Glennis? Glennis was very upset with me She was very upset. I said, what topic would you like to hear Tim talk about? And she said, I don't want to hear him talk about anything. I'm open for feedback and I appreciate (laughs) it. And I always want to do what's best for Central Queensland. So if you have something you would like me to do for my Tim talk today, I have an hour to prepare for my third Tim talk, 13, 12, 16, Glennis or anybody. Call up right now and what's my Tim talk on today? Yes, give us a call, 13, 12, 16, decide the topic, but I have a challenge for you. Okay, why? Whoever gives us a call, yeah. if they don't learn anything from your Tim talk, sure. we can Tim talks forever. They're not on the show anymore. Well, they were only going to last till tomorrow. Give me yep, a... No, I don't want to do it tomorrow. I'm you don't done. want a Tim talk for an R&B Friday? Nope. I think, look, so all they have to do is learn one thing. They have not, to learn something. Not like learn like a heap, a heap, like just one thing that they didn't know before the Tim Talk yep. started. Easy. <sighs> I mean, like no one's child, learnt anything. Like, like childbirth, <laughs> as I said in my first Tim Talk, this will be easy. You're the worst. 13, 12, 16, give us a call. If you've got a topic for Tim to learn within an hour and yeah. present a Tim Talk... We want to hear from you. They're getting better and better. No, they're not. They're getting great. It was childbirth, the Kardashians, even though they were banned. I proved that I still could learn about that. I'm happy to do any topic. 13, 12, 16. 
Give us a call right now, and I can't wait to blow all of your tiny minds. Tim Talks, produced by Tim. (laughs) Talking. Get up with Tim and Jess. Kids. Weather. A little cloudy today, right around central Queensland. There is a chance of some showers up and down the coast, though. It's going to be hitting 25 in the... Cap Coast today, 26 degrees in the Central Islands, 27 in Rocky and 26 in Gladstone today. Right now in Blackwater, 19 degrees. Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. <laughs> Hello, good morning, how you doing? Waking up, Central Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now, huh? Like this. Yeah, good morning. That's <laughs> my bad. I what forgot happened? I forgot how to say the Cap Coast. In the oh, Cap Cap Coast. I handled it well though, hey. <laughs> really? Sorry. Smooth. Good morning. The show is thanks wow. to Reef City Isuzu. The weather isn't those. They distance <laughs> themselves. They're, they're glad they attached their name to this show now. Yes. Um but happy Thursday wherever you are around central Queensland. We are oh. uh, gearing up for today's Tim Talk just after 8 a.m. I mean, if that is any indication of what the Tim Talk's going to sound like, oh boy, are we in for something. It's an inspirational, motivational, it's like a TED Talk. I've never seen them, but I know how to do them. They're not all inspirational. This talk. is what I It's about learning something. And you set me a challenge saying that if the person that decides what I talk about, because it's not about me, it's all about people giving me the, yeah. the thing, the TED Talk, because I'm a genius, right? <laughs> so if they don't actually learn one thing, then we don't do it ever We're again. We're counting it again. Uh, ben from Tanham Sands has called through on 13, 12, 16. Ben, mate, what should we do the Tim Talk on today? Yes, our son would like uh, Star Wars talk. Star Wars. Star Wars. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 Is Star Wars Betty. out of the, uh, the spoiler section spoiler now? Spoiler zone? Spoiler section? Like... Do we want to spoil a new hope or? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, like what's how, specific... I don't care. Whichever, whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. There right. you go. So, so Spoilers there's, allowed. So it's Star Wars, uh, like, again, like, I just want to make sure because I need. What's your son's name, Ben? Uh, Jude. Jude. I want Jude to really take something away at the end right. of this. Uh, is Jude there? Yeah, he's here. Jude, can I chat to you, mate? Yeah, okay, I'll put Jude on for you. Thank you. Hello. Hey, Jude, what do you want to learn about Star Wars? Like, what's your favourite thing about it? Um, I don't know. Awesome. All right. <laughs> well, Jude... Jude is going to be Jude, easy to please Jude, in this case. how old are you, mate? Uh, 12. So you're 12. So that means you're in school. Well, guess what? You're going to learn something before you even step foot on school premises this morning. I think you morning. need to explain how all the Star Wars movies okay. interact with one another. All right, sure. I'll do the that. Order. So, Jude, uh, I promise you, you will learn something about Star Wars this morning, mate. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You're welcome, <laughs> mate. That's going to be after eight. Yeah. But coming up next, your chance to win a double pass to the Gold Room at Gladstone Cinemas, all with thanks to the table read. Get up with Tim and Jess. It's time for the table read. <laughs> the build-up's bigger in my mind. Yep. Get it. Almost, almost done. Oh, I missed that last week. Sick. That was great. Um, The Table Read, if you're not familiar with it, every week we reenact one movie in under one minute, and if you can guess it on 13, 12, 16, or you tell us what it is, you win a double pass to the Gold Room at Gladstone Cinemas, which is the best place to watch a cinema. I'm going to be going to the Gold Room on Friday to watch John Wick. Oh, the third one. Yeah, I haven't seen the other two, but I'm sure it will make sense. I, I told uh, you the plot line of the first movie and you got sad because yeah. it involves a puppy getting hurt. John Wick is not the movie we'll be reenacting today. No. We should have. 
But it's all right. The movie we are reacting, <laughs> reenacting, is a good one. Now, I will give full context that yep. I have not seen this film in upwards of 20 years. Really? I saw it when it came out and I haven't seen it ever since. Okay. Do you know what year it came out in? Uh, I reckon it would be like 98 or 99. 98, yes. (laughs) Well done. Memory boy over here. Uh, (laughs) So we have one minute to reenact this movie. If you know what it is at any point of time, 13, 12, 16, give us a call. That gold room double pass could be yours. Do you you want to kick this one off? (sighs) I am ready. Right. Remember, no names, no obvious plot lines. Okay. Just... Don't give it. You get, you've, you've actually said the name of the movie in one of them before. So <laughs> let's, yes, it was, okay. That's a few weeks ago. Here we go. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. If you know what it is. Oh, I'm gonna go to camp and have a good time. I'm a ranger. I'm from London. Um, I I have got to camp and what everyone is confused. It says I'm doing stuff, but I'm not. Oh, we look the same, but she's from London and I'm, I'm from not. America. I'm yeah. cool. Dennis Quaid is my dad. <laughs> I love Quaidy. Some chick with blonde hair is my mum. And oh, oh look. Is there like pranks? Do they do yeah, pranks? Yeah, so a bit? many pranks. And do they, looks... they don't like each other at Yeah, first. but now we pulled a big prank and now we're stuck in a cabin. And That's right. Yeah, and, and we figure out we might be related. And then uh, let's do a prank on our family. Yep. And then a family prank. Oh, no, Dad's going to marry someone else. Yeah, we better ruin say, things. Does he have a, he has, he's got a miss Yeah, up. she's the worst. Damn it, Quaidy. Oh, let's go camping. Oh, I've put her on a float in the middle of the river. Dad owns a vineyard. And he is in the movie Sahara. Quick, let's get mum and dad back together. Oh, oh, love each I, own other. A, I own a club in Greece. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> well done. Wait, sorry. Wait, sorry. Well Keep clapping. Keep clapping. <laughs> wow. Wow. Incredible. Yep. Yep. Uh, 13, 12, 16. If you game. know what movie that is that we were reenacting, a gold room double pass is up for grabs. That was pretty good. Yeah. What do you think? I, I think that's one of our best yet. I reckon that's probably up for, I don't know, Cleo Bachelor of the Year nomination. That's better, how good it was. Better acting than the uh, the star of that movie. <laughs> Give us a call. Get up with Tim and Jess. Can you do the flute this time? Sure, I Here got we it. go. Take a breath. I'm a magician. Oh. <laughs> One more. Thank you. That Thank was incredible. You. That was almost as good as the movie reenactment. <laughs> That we just did six or seven minutes ago. Mm. And that's the whole point. We reenact a movie in under one minute. If you know what it is and you call up and you get through and we accept your answer, there's a lot of steps to this. Have you got a little snippet of... No. Oh, okay. Greatness can only be portrayed once. (laughs) And if you know what it is, a gold room double pass is up for grabs at the Gladstone Cinemas. And Nika from Boyne Island has called through this morning. Now, Nika, before you tell us your answer for what you think we were reenacting this morning, because we... uh, Look, it's probably impossible to get. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the table read this morning? That was pretty good. It was yeah. really special, thank, wasn't thank it? Thank you, Nico. It was I, really, I agree. really special. Uh, all right. Now, it's this is no small, like, haha, we're just having fun. Now it's time to get down to the nit- nittle and the grittle of it all because a gold room double pass is up for grabs at the Gladstone Cinemas. Nika, what movie were Jess and I reenacting this morning? The Parent Trap. All I do is win. We got it. I pressed the wrong button. I pressed Alphabuck's button, but that's all right. Nika, it was Parent Trap. Congratulations. Sorry. I got excited. What movie are you keen to see at the Gold Room, Nika? I don't even know what's on. Pikachu, the Detective Pikachu. Oh, my God, Detective Pikachu was such a good movie. 
You've got to go and see it. Incredible. I'll have a look. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, uh, congratulations. Stay on the phone. We're going to get everything you need to you to make sure you can pick up your Gold Room double pass. And uh, how great's Dennis Quaid? Can we all just agree on that? Who's Dennis Quaid yeah, again? He He's the dad in Parent Trap. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. Where it's... is he lately? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Vika, thank you so much for playing the table read this morning. Thanks, guys. No worries. What a journey. Yes, I pressed the wrong button, but I think it really added to the whole story of the movie. Really? Hey? Yeah, I so think you just bad your job I this morning. I did it intentionally. If anyone asks, I did it on purpose. But, uh, look, you know what we are going to do intentionally up next? On purpose? Call Dean McCarthy, our Hollywood entertainment reporter, also known as your boy. Yes, because some of our favourite actors um, and actresses are going from the big screen to the small screen, and one in particular, an Aussie girl, is coming home. Get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hits.com.au. Trending now. Live from LA with Dean McCarthy. Thanks to Heron Island. One of our Aussie favourites, yeah. Kate Blanchett, is set to star in a new Aussie TV series. Dean, you've got all the details. Give them to us. Oh, my goodness. The 50-year-old Oscar-winning superstar will be coming down to Adelaide, South, uh, South Australia, to film a show called Stateless. Uh, alongside her husband, Andrew Upton. It's basically the story of, like, people that are in a uh, immigration detention centre. Drama. And I know, what a great, gritty kind of role for her. It just is yet another superstar, like, Oscar winner, movie star, that is now going onto the smaller screen. Like, you've got Meryl Streep, it's in the new Pretty Little Lies. Um, <laughs> Pretty Little Lies, sorry. <laughs> Nicole Kidman. <laughs> like, it's just, it's the new thing. What? I would love to see Meryl Streep with Pretty Little Eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. She would kill it. Everyone knows that she would absolutely do well. But, yes, you're right, because Nicole Kidman's it. on that show, Reese Witherspoon, um, that yeah. chick from uh, Allegiant and Divergent. This is the that. way of the future. Like, they're going to yep. get seen more right. on a little, you know, on a TV show that's on a streaming service rather than people going to yeah. the movies these days. When is the show going to be, like, incredible. ready to see? Obviously not for a while if they're still just getting ready to film oh, it. Oh, yeah, not sure. Good question. I think they're still in pre-production, so don't get kind of too excited just yet for her to see it. But, yeah, pretty cool that she's doing all something down under. Wow, Absolutely. thank you so much, Dean. Bye, guys. You can check out that and heaps more, as always, at our website, hit.com.au. Training now is thanks to Heron Island. It's got turtles. It's Cape to Heron Island on the Great Barrier Reef, right on your doorstep. I keep misreading the notes <laughs> that we get sent. Tur- it does have turtles. Hey, you know what doesn't have turtles? What? The moon. <laughs> That's fair. Heron I mean, do we know, though? Well, we don't, but in 2024, we might because people are going to be landing on the moon. For the first time in years. For the first time in a long time. And the first females are going to take foot on the lunar surface. Yes. But there is literally, there is one thing that absolutely needs to be discussed up next. Right. What is the first words a female will say when she stands on the moon for the very first time? I'm cold. (laughs) Well... That's pretty crap. I think we should try and find some more. 13, 12, 16. We're chatting what female should say when they land on the moon up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. And we haven't been to the moon in a hot minute. No. It's been a while and uh, that's all right. Like 40s, 50 years? Oh, not that much. 70? Yeah. 80? No, no. You see, when I said not that much, (laughs) that's normally when you go the other way instead of continuing to increase the amount of time that you said. But uh, we haven't really needed to go to the moon. Yeah. We've been going to space. Been there, done that. Cool. Let's get to Mars. We've That's done the, the moon. Objective. Let's go to Mars. Mass has come out and essentially said, look, we're going back to the moon in 2024. So five years away from now. 
And what we're going to do for the first time ever, a woman is going to lay foot on a lunar surface. That's neat. That's I like awesome. that. I think it's incredible. I think it's a, a very special thing for 2024. Uh, they're going to send up a full crew for, of females and they are going to walk on the moon. That's cool. But... Are they doing research stuff up there or are they just like sending them there and sending them back? I reckon it's just like, I told you we did it. We, right. got, we, got, we, got, we did the woman okay. one. It's done now. But the most important question, I know you're probably like, what are they going there for? Uh, when's it going to be alive? Blah, blah, blah. No, not important. What's she going to say when she lands? Right. Neil Armstrong said... One small step for man, another giant leap for mankind. If it's anything like a red carpet, she'll be like, yes, I'm wearing NASA um, and my hair was done by this person. And I don't know if that's sexist or if it's just... But that's just all they ever get asked on the red carpet. Who are you wearing? What are you, who did you I'm, make up? I don't think there's going to be an E! News reporter on the moon <laughs> waiting for her. Fair. So... What, have you got any idea what you think the first female on the moon will say? Right. Well, it'll probably she'll probably um, make a pun about the the first landing and be like, one small step for woman, one giant leap for man. Maybe woman she'll just do kite. "Womanizer" by Britney yeah. Spears. <laughs> woman. Oh no, that's about a man. Uh, see, this is the problem. People like me shouldn't be coming up with the answers to these kind of questions. I don't think anyone helped Neil Armstrong. I'm pretty sure he did it on his own. It's not well, like they sat down and had a table read and did a scripting for well, him. You never know. I thought we might as well just help out as much as we can. Sure. So okay. on 13, 12, 16, please call us. Let's figure out a list of, uh, of things to say for the first woman when she lands on the moon. Please be respectful. Right. Let's have a bit of respect about this because I know what some people are going to say. If it were me landing on the moon, I'd be like, guys, I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Did we bring snacks on the road trip? 13, 12, 16, moon landing. What should the first female say? Get up with Tim and Jess. But uh, you know what? You don't need a car to get to the mood. No. You need a spaceship. That's right. And NASA has made some very big steps forward since they last landed a man on the moon. You could almost say one giant leap. They have made. Sure. Again, after Neil Armstrong in 1969, we all gathered around our television. Yeah. Most of us were absolutely alive in 1969, like you, Jess. Yep. And uh, (laughs) we saw man on the moon. And in 2024, we are going to see woo man on the moon. They're sending an all-female crew up to land on the moon. Which begs the question, what is the first words uttered by a female on the moon going to be? Maybe like a bit of... Well, it's about damn time. If it was an Aussie woman, oh, <laughs> truth, it's curled up here. Something like that. I think it would be fantastic. Yeah. Are they? Do you think they're going to go something that's really going to make a stance, or is it going to be a bit of like, and that's the end of that chapter? Like, I, something- hope, it- <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not too political. That's all I yeah. hope. Well, I hope it's a bit of fun. Davy from Tatum Sands called through on 13, 12, 16. Davy, what do you think uh, the first woman who lands on the moon should say? Look, I don't know if it's the right thing or not, but I reckon get on there and just fire off a thank you next. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> yes. All right, yes. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> next. I have to whisper. I think technology's gotten a bit better Probably. since the 1960s, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Davey, do you think something like maybe along the lines of about 60 years too late? Well, no, that's an old man saying that. If, if we're going by the, the pop, uh, you know, icon mm. thing, maybe they should just do the single ladies dance. Oh, the, that'd be good too. In the astronaut they, suit. 
Yeah, that'd be all right. Or even just like a bye Felicia or something like that. I don't know. That'll definitely be trending in six (laughs) years' time still. So thanks for your call, Davey. (laughs) Thanks, guys. And Lucille's also called through on 13, 12, 16 from Tanham Sands. Lucille, what are we saying when we land on the moon? Uh, look, guys, uh, I don't think this is the right thing to say, but probably as soon as we got onto the moon, we'd say, shouldn't have worn this dress. <laughs> what do you reckon? They're, they're going to be wearing <laughs> suits, follow, Lucy. Sorry, question. <laughs> it's more of a pants kind of situation. I feel a bit underdressed. I like it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It could be, no, no, because it's like the... Like, it's a joke. She's she's playing off that it's the femininity, yeah. but it right. doesn't really matter. It's a joke in a joke. I like exactly. it, Lucille. Thanks, maybe, guys. Maybe, should right. do the, maybe they should do the roll up the sleeve and, like, it's the time to get it. to work. Yes. <laughs> What's her name? The um, um, Hard Work Sally or something? Oh, hard late, Work sorry, Sally. Lay Down Sally is that chick from the Olympics <laughs> in 2000 that laid down. I can't remember her name, but it's like, go get them, Betty, or something. Anyway, Lucille. Hard work, Sally. Uh, Lucille, <laughs> I, I, I like it. We'll add it to the list. Thanks for your call, mate. Great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I don't think it's Go Get Him Betty It's either. Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. That's, go Get Him Betty. Go Get Him Betty. <laughs> Harden up, Sally. God. I'm sorry. That was probably wow. expensive. Hey, uh, can we move into Alpha Bugs? Yes. I'd, I'd prefer to give away $1,000 and offend all women, if that's all right. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Good morning. It's Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Isuzu, as always, bringing you the show. And sometimes you just feel like a man. A man? I just feel like a man. I fixed something with glue. Okay. My watch was broken by Hayden at football training last night, trying to be tough, <laughs> kicking football at Bloody me so hard. Hado. He was the one I talked about about his mullet. Right. So he's lashed out and tried to break my Fitbit. How dare so he? So yesterday I ran around like an idiot, not getting steps. What's the point oh. of exercise if I'm, you don't I count don't, steps? I don't think mine's been charged for like three weeks. <laughs> well, that's how I felt. But I, I used some super glow and it is fixed. Yes, I may have glued over my fingertips and Good. my phone doesn't recognise me anymore. But that's all right. It's worth it. And uh, right. try and break this watch So while down. you were trying to fix your watch, were you at all planning the Tim Talk in 10 minutes' time? Ooh. You've forgotten about it, haven't you? We've been pretty busy, Tim, you know? I'm, not, I'm not letting you do the Tim Talks again Why? unless you teach Jude something. I have a note. Look at that. I wrote Star Wars down on we a We had a call paper. from Ben and his son Jude early yep. this morning. They've requested a, TED, a Tim Talk on Star Wars. Way better than a TED Talk because you're going to learn something. And if technically if Jude doesn't learn anything, then we're not allowed to do Tim Talks ever, ever, ever yes. again. You've got 15 Glennis, minutes. Glennis threatened me essentially verbally with a knife over the phone because yeah. she complains and so, so she hard. Should. So she should. Your Get Tim over Talks it. have been terrible. I'm open to feedback, but that one felt personal. Well, we're going to find out whether you've actually listened to any of the critique. Yep. In a few minutes' time. Alpha bucks, though. Can we do that? Yes. That would make me feel Let's better about it. Let's give someone $1,000 right now, thanks to Stock and Gladstone and Rockhampton. 13, 12, 16 is that number you need to call. $1,000 is up for grabs. That'd make your Thursday probably better, I would <laughs> probably. suggest. Give us a call. Alpha bucks up next on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Boy, what a momentous occasion right now is about. <sighs> the pressure about is on. Because it is the third instalment of a Tim Talk. Uh, I don't get to decide the topic because I know everything about everything. Right. And I can learn it within an hour. And Ben called up with his son Jude earlier this morning. Uh, And Ben, just to remind everybody, what is the Tim Talk on today? 
The Tim Talk is on Star Wars. Star Wars. Excellent. And you're, you were just saying that y- it's not about you learning something because you think you will. It's about Jude because Jude knows everything he, about Star Wars. He is the Star Wars expert. That's correct, isn't it, Jude? Yeah. Yeah, he's 12 years old. He's a genius on Star Wars. So my objective, Jude, uh, I'm going to speak to you after the Tim Talk, is to make you learn something. All right, buddy? Okay. Here we go. Let's do this. The Tim Talk. (laughs) Otherwise, if Jude doesn't learn anything, then it's never coming back. (laughs) Every day, groundbreaking Tim Talks. Tim Talks. Tim, Tim. 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 He's one of the smartest in his class. Temper. Temper. Innovation. Masculinity. Produced all across Central Queensland. I mean, we all have something to offer. This is beauty. I've never heard anything like it. Welcome to Tim Talks. My name is Tim. I will be talking. Sure. What is imagination? (laughs) What is creativity? One perfect example of both of these things combined is the Star Wars trilogy slash series slash movie systems. This is going well so far. In life, (laughs) we all have a Death Star. Okay. And sometimes there can be someone in your life that represents a Darth Vader. But understand that even when all hope seems lost, you can get your fighter in the little thing, the little hole, and you can blow up that Death Star. Some would say a new hope has arrived. A new hope has arrived. Yoda is a man of words. (laughs) Well, not really a man. Yoda embodies what you need to be. Also, did you know that Yoda was almost played by a monkey in the movies, but they didn't go that route. It was a puppet (laughs) created by Jim Henson, who also did the Muppets. Learning and Yoda is a perfect spirit for who you need to be. Sometimes you need to start a sentence backwards to get where you need to go. You want to get that promotion? Do the work. Backwards. And that is your Star Wars. Good Lord. Thank you. Incredible. Absolutely. I mean, that made no sense. Can we go to Ben and Jude ben for immediate and feedback? Jude, the objective was to learn something <laughs> from today's Tim Talk. You've been sneaky there, though. I have a question for you, Jude. Did you learn something new about Star Wars today? No. no. <laughs> you knew that Yoda was meant to be a monkey? Yes. I mean, it's common knowledge, Tim. Oh, that's um, that's uh, taking oh, me. Oh, Jude, back. you're my new favourite listener. So, Jude, does that mean that you don't want to hear another Tim talk tomorrow? Um, I do, but oh. I don't own anything. Oh. Jude, controversial. I'm, I'm. No, nah, I'm sticking with the thing. Oh. The goal was to teach Jude something. He learnt nothing. It's not coming back. No more Tim talks. To be honest, Tim, I didn't know it was meant to be a monkey. <laughs> okay, that's one out of two. Fifty percent. Someone learned something. Um, what we've all learnt collectively is that Tim's the worst, and what a lesson that is. All right, well, Jude, uh, clearly you didn't learn anything this morning, so go on, get to school, mate, and uh, learn actually something today. Uh, stay, stay on the phone, Jude. We'll have a chat off air, and I'll apologise officially. Thanks, bud. Thanks, guys. Yeah, okay. All right. I genuinely didn't think that was going to play out like that. No. Is that the last of Tim Talks? That's it. Tim Talks are dead. 
Thank God. Glennis is going to be the first one at the funeral, <laughs> standing over there, <laughs> laughing at my grave. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. The Voice kicks off this Sunday on Channel 9, and we're all so excited to see those chairs start spinning. <laughs> to be honest, it's the only exciting part of the show. The blind the rounds few. are so awesome, yeah. and one guy that is going to blow the judges away when they see him, because they will hardly recognise him, is Jack Vidgen. The Vidge. Do you remember this guy? He won Australia's Got Talent, like, back in 2011. Would you be shocked to say, to know that I don't know who that is? (laughs) He was just a little kid. Kind of looked like a mini Justin Bieber at the time when he won. Oh, and he he would have been huge back then. Yeah, absolutely massive. Australia's Bieber. He won $250,000, decided he was going to take his dreams over to the US and try and crack the US market. Didn't happen. Oh. He fell out of love with music. Oh. And now, Sunday night, we're going to see his return. He's had a Okey lot doke. of work done. He's 22 years old Wait, now. What work? Like surgery, like plastic surgery. <sighs> That's not good. Anyway, you can tune in Sunday night on Channel 9 to watch The Voice and see Jack Vigeon all grown up for yourself. Uh, does, he have, does he have a beard? Does no. He have- He's a young boy. He's, he's still, still baby-faced, baby. but, That's all right. you know, big It'll lips. be interesting to see. <laughs> but look, um, the only thing that I'm interested in right now... Is Naplan tests? Yes, I'm all. I love the Naplan test. What is it? Grade three, five, seven, and nine get yes. to do it. It's we decided ca- to pick the hardest one. Well, year I'm, nine. I want to do grade three. <laughs> we did. We got given a 2008. Yep. Naplan test by a teacher. You can find it online uh, if you want to do it yourself. It's ooh. torture. Don't bother. Yes, we. It took us maybe what an hour to do this test. To do we're, both literacy and numeracy. We're going to go through uh, our Naplan, our Naplan, sorry, <laughs> test that we did yesterday. I hope that's a re- reflection of your le- literacy results. I'm concerned if that's how dumb we are in 2008. <laughs> what would happen this year? Who knows? The Naplan test that Jess and I did for two listeners. Coco Loco Beef Jerky, thanks to Rusty Nail up for grabs. We'll find out who's one up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. Back to school we went yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, the boardroom here. and uh, But it was done under test uh, situations, I guess you could say, because Naplan's on at the moment. Yes, all the schools across Australia are currently sitting Naplan tests, or the ones that could actually get onto them. <laughs> We're sitting them. That's all right. I love me some Naplan. Me too. I think it's super important. It's Absolutely. a really good way of gauging where kids are at and yeah. where adults are at after 10 years out of school. Yesterday we <laughs> had a teacher, Brian, on the show. He's written a book called Effective Teaching Habits. So uh, if you're looking at getting into that, absolutely check it out for yourself. And he's given us a 2008 Naplan test. You can pull it for yourself on, online. Uh, it is available Ooh. if you want to sit through it like we did. Here is Jess and I in the study hall with our 2008 Naplan test. Already onto page number two. It's how confident I am. Just like in the bedroom, finished early. Here <laughs> I am taking my time. Did you study for this? No. I think we should have. <laughs> I don't remember I've the, forgotten the, any of the equations for tree. I struggled with this when I, oh, I stopped was doing math doing in year math. 11. Are they sure this is for year 9 or is this for a university mathematics course? I don't remember math being this hard. Like, it was never easy, but was it this hard? I'm doing math. Oh. Hey, buddy, I've uh, finished my numeracy challenge over here. How, how are you tracking? Oh, I don't know. 
You've shut out of the gates using your journalism degree finally for the first time in your actual life, 10 years after leaving university. It got to question 21 and I can't find the mistake in the sentence. I was never very good at copywriting. Is that why you stopped working at the newspaper in the city? Yeah, shut up. That's what I thought, so you big nerd. I'm surprised you haven't started bragging yet. You seem a bit stressed for someone with a journalism degree. I am stressed. I know I've got at least three of them wrong, but I can't know. I don't know the answers. You've got a lot to lose. Like, you literally, on every way, shape, we look at it in any school, We've got 38 minutes. Stop with the yabbering. I'm just saying that, literally, if you win, everyone was expecting it. So there's no pressure on you. Oh, wait, sorry. No, it's the opposite. You have so much pressure on you. Do your work. Love a good multiple choice, eh? Why? Because you can just guess? Yeah. One in four. So. <laughs> the odds are in my favour. That shows just how well you're doing. <laughs> I think I've forgotten the difference between a simile and a metaphor. A simile and a metaphor? Yeah, simile is... um. Get there. <laughs> I'm not helping. There's a lot of talking for a test. I can't stress <laughs> that enough. I don't know if you're allowed to do this in year nine, but... It would. Are we getting held back at lunch? Yeah, I think so. Again, finished before you. Hey, you going there? You worried that you're not going to get your gold star? You're going to lose your listener beef jerky? Why can't I spell satellite? <laughs> Maybe your head's off in space. Oh, <laughs> shut up. And time. How much time to spare on that one? That was, uh, we still had 27 minutes to Ooh. go. What? Literacy takes so much Less time. I think we both know why our job is words. Maybe we're our job bad is, at maths. Yeah, our job is not numbers. Um, all right, well, now we'll... I'm going to go uh, hand these over to Mr. Rowe. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette out the back of, oh, of, the, of the canteen. One of the cool kids. Cool kid indeed. <laughs> I'm a bit worried that I've failed year nine. Well, we're going to get Brian on the phone. He's done all of the marking, see what our results are up next, and whether listener Kyle on Team Tim yep. or listener Tanisha on Team Jess has won that Coco Loco beef jerky. I'm concerned for you, Kyle. <laughs> you should be. We've got this, Tanisha. You've got everything to lose, Lee. On paper, you're meant to be the smart one. Ooh. We'll find out on plan 2008 test results. Up next, odd hit seat. Get up with Tim and Jess. Bit of blur there. Song 2. Also, uh, that's Gorillaz, the band. Is it? Like, feel good. Not important. Ain't <laughs> 43. Tim and Jess here. That's all you've got, useless knowledge. We're talking real literacy yep. and numeracy knowledge right now. NAPLAN is on at the moment. We were handed a 2008 NAPLAN test from Brian, who is a teacher, and that's the thing. You're book smart, I'm street smart, but I think that I could probably beat you in the NAPLAN test from 2008. Right, and we put out that theory to the test on behalf of two listeners. I've got Kyle on my team. Team Tim Kyle! And uh, Tanisha decided to back the winning horse, <laughs> Jess. Uh, oh, sorry, big farts. Whoever gets the highest result yep. based on both their literacy and numeracy results combined will win their player a Coco Loco beef jerky bag. As you heard just before, we did the test yesterday morning, took us about an hour, and now we are joined on the phone by Brian, who is a teacher who marked our NAPLAN test from 2008. Brian, without giving us the results, uh, how do you think we went? I think it goes to prove that uh, if you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, yes. I think, uh, you know, it, it doesn't stay in your long-term memory if you're not using it, and uh, I think a few of the results kind of showed that. I think the hardest part for me was the long division. Like, oh. I was struggling because we weren't allowed to use a calculator yeah. for the numeracy section. Well, no, no one in NAPLAN is. We wanted to do real uh, situation. <laughs> uh, and, and, Brian, it was stressful because I think we both, we no, neither of us are really upset if we lose numbers. We know we're bad at math. Mm. 
But it's the literacy where if Jess doesn't get a higher score than me, her journalism degree is more useless than what it already was. Absolutely. So, Brian, um, feel free to reveal the 2008 NAPLAN test that Jess and I did for literacy and numeracy. Okie dokie. Well, you two undertook the language conventions, and I just have to stress this was the year nine paper. Right. Uh, Tim, in language conventions, you got 80%. 80%. That's a pretty good score, Timmy. That's all right. I'll take that. Okay, okay. And Jess, uh, to put your journalism degree on the line here. Oh, God. You got 86%. Yes! Well, I had nothing to lose, so that's all right. 86%. This means that Tanisha is currently in the lead for yes. the beef jerky. Ooh. Come on, Kyle. Let's do this. All right, uh, Brian. It all comes down to the numeracy, numeracy. results. <laughs> Can you go into negative scores for the percentages, Brian? It's interesting that you raised that point, Tim. Okie dokie. Oh, well, I've got a bit of bearer. Some good news and some bad news here. Right. Oh, um, so, Jess. Yep. Uh, you got... 69% in your numeracy part. Yes! <laughs> yes! Best score to get. That's I knew I had at least three That's of them impressive. Wrong, but 69% is a bit sad. I am very concerned. Okay, Tim, there's no general way to break this, mate. You got 41%. 41%! I knew it. I knew it. Oh, Brian, God. quick question. Have I failed year nine? Uh, well, we don't necessarily fail students these days. You have not failed your nine, but uh, you just need to do a little bit more work, a little bit more homework, uh, pay attention more in class. Brian, uh, maybe, at a university... Maybe some tutoring, and you'll be all right. <laughs> at a university level, 50% is a pass. So, Timmy, you failed the numeracy test. I'm being asked to sit it again. <laughs> That's a shame. And I'm so... Kyle, I'm so sorry, Kyle. <laughs> that is devastating. Uh, Brian... Thank you so much for marking our results. I'm sorry you had to witness uh, some of those answers. I'll be honest, I just randomised. There's multiple choice ones. I really went hard on just going, well, it couldn't be this, so it's got to be that. <laughs> you started so well and basically by that page three, it really went downhill. Yeah, I think he, I got a bit bored, bro. He got scared as well that I was like so far in front of him and so I think he just started, he just wanted to be in the lead. Yeah, well, I finished first, so I think I get 6% for that. But uh, thank you very much for giving us a 2008 Naplan United test, Brian. Not a problem. Tanisha, we got the results. How's we go? Your girl's done it for you. <laughs> Sitting there on hold. Uh, yeah, all right. You didn't know it. You had a fit. You had an assumption. You were hoping. Tanisha, I didn't realise how bad Tim would go. Oh, you're kidding. Um. Yeah. The so results, just to reiterate the results, because we were, we had Tanisha on hold. Tim's right? got uh. Tim got eighty percent for literature. Yep. And I got eighty six. Yeah. Cool. Um. And Tim got forty one for numeracy. All right. And your girl got sixty nine. That's all right because. I was never expected to right. win this, so I'm happy I actually, to see where I am. I've done some maths and I've worked out our overall percentages. So I got 77% overall and yep. you got 60. That's a pass. Oh, that is a pass overall. Tanisha, whatever, mate. You've won beef jerky. Um, Congratulations. I guess I'm a Victory's never tasted so good, Coco Loco beef jerky. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.